Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. If we've been listening to this podcast for a while, gone through the episodes, and are implementing some of the changes suggested here, we're going to find that our life is going to get better, a lot better. And that's great. It's really wonderful to find more happiness in the everyday, to not struggle with so much depression and anger that so many people do. We've learned that through our attachments, we're going to suffer. So if we let go of these attachments and really work towards living in the present moment, accepting impermanence, watching our mind, and having time to be in nature and being self-loving, we can find that our lives really can become much happier. But there is, through all this, something that we have to be aware of, be wary of, because I see it catch so many people in so many different ways. As now I've lived a while, I've just known a lot of people, and what I see is their lives improve, they get a lot better, they do really well with self-care, and then they begin to stop doing the self-care. And a few months, years go by, and they can't figure out why their life isn't working as well anymore. And the first thing to acknowledge is that this can happen to any of us. Any of us can really get to a place of just overall happiness, well-being, enlightenment, whatever word we want to use, and life's going great for us, and we fall from that. We metaphorically get out of emotional health. Like physical, I often like to go back to physical, we can be the most excellent athlete on the planet, just doing stellar, a triathlete, exercising, great at yoga, so many different things. But once we stop doing that, we're going to get out of shape. Now with exercise, of course, as we get older, we are not going to be as athletic. But the great thing about happiness is we can maintain our level of happiness till the day we die. But in order to maintain that, there's things we have to do. Because though I've argued in previous podcasts that happiness is our natural state, There are many things that contradict this, that go against our happiness. It's a lot like we enter a place where all the food we're given is super healthy, organic, raw, fresh, and we get in a really great habit of eating well. Well, people out there in the world don't make much money off of us. They make money off of us off of eating junk food and things that aren't good for us. So we're constantly being bombarded, not to eat raw, we're constantly bombarded to eat fast food and rich foods and foods that aren't very good for us. And more than that, more than just the marketers, it's other people. I mean, it can make other people uncomfortable if we're happy all the time. What's wrong with them? I mean, you remember, perhaps when you were younger, and the people that weren't making the best choices, they were going out drinking and doing drugs, they didn't like to do it alone. If you were with them, they wanted you or us to do it with them. And the world is like that. The world is not going to encourage us to take care of ourselves and be happy. That is not its goal. The world is going to encourage us to be unhealthy and dissuade us from taking care of ourselves. There's a lot more information coming that way than that which is healthy. Again, another analogy. It's a lot like television. There are a lot of shows on television that aren't very good for our mind and our psychic. There are a few that are great, but most of them aren't. So life is like that. There are definitely a few things, like this podcast, that are really good to just deep ourselves in, be listening to over and over again, and other things that help us to really take care of ourselves and watch those attachments. And the things that go against that, the things that say, no, be attached, suffer, you know, 
indulge ourselves, have addictions. These are the things we have to be careful about because we are going to be constantly bombarded by things like that. When we choose to live in the present moment without attachments, the world is going to say, no, you need that new car. No, you're going to suffer if you don't get that great job. No, things are going to go wrong if you're not always physically healthy and you need to suffer. Again, the world is going to fight against us being happy. It is. Not all of the world, of course, but a great part of it. But the good news is we can maintain our state of happiness and continue to improve it if we do certain things. And whether we're new to this journey of happiness or whether we're doing really well with it, these things are really key essentials towards maintaining our level of happiness for the rest of our lives so that we can truly have beautiful lives. The first thing we have to do is to acknowledge that everything matters. We are not going to reach a point where it doesn't matter. It's kind of like eating. You know, if we eat really well, we have to acknowledge that if we eat that really rich dessert, of course, it's not going to get us off track and make us horribly unhealthy, but it's going to start heading in that direction. So when we do things that we acknowledge aren't perhaps the best for us, that we know are going against what keeps us healthy and happy, we have to then say, okay, I acknowledge this. I'm not going to be immune to this, but I'm going to do it in little doses. And that way I won't get addicted towards it and fall into the trap of thinking I'm so holy and mighty that nothing will impact me. That's what gets everyone in the long run when they think they're above things like that. We all are affected by our choices and what we expose ourselves to. So when we acknowledge that and say we're all even, we're all human, anyone can fall from grace, if you want to use that word. And the way we don't fall is by acknowledging that we can fall. Because when we acknowledge that we can fall, then we're going to be far more careful. Again, an analogy would be if we're walking on ice, we're going to be a lot more careful than if we think we're walking on cement, but we're actually walking on ice. We're always metaphorically walking on ice, so we need to be careful. And if we're careful and we surround ourselves, which we'll get to in a minute, with good things and are careful about the things that aren't good for us, we're going to do well in life. But we're going to not do well once we think we've reached a point and now can do whatever we want. That's a almost guarantee to crash and burn. So let's acknowledge that we are human and we are going to be affected by things that are negative. So let's limit ourselves to these negative things and acknowledge that if we do, they will impact us. So let's not do it too much. The second thing we can do, which is really essential, is to keep doing what we've been doing. If it's worked, we need to keep doing it. Unlike exercise, like I said, that we're going to get out of shape just as we get older, we can stay metaphorically in happiness shape till the day we die. So the things that are working for us, we need to keep doing them over and over and over again. Often what catches us is it's an ego trick, but it's, it's very powerful, is boredom. We think, oh, this is boring. You know, I'm not going to scary movies. I'm hanging out with people that are loving and kind towards me. Different things that we do that think, oh, you know, it's just boring being happy. You know, I want, I want drama. <laughs> I mean, actually people do. So I know it sounds funny because if you're not the happiest person on the planet right now, you may think, well, I would love to be happy. But amazingly, once we get happy, we can get bored with that. And so what we have to do is saying, 
we are going to continue to do these good things. I think what can help with the boredom is helping others, reaching out with a helping hand with our love that we have now towards ourselves, and help others to learn to love themselves too. They may not be receptive, but I think when we give to others, it can really help with our own boredom. And the boredom is really an illusion. Life is never boring. Life is beautiful, but the ego wants to trick us and say, no, it's boring, it's boring, when everything's fine. And so when we take care of ourselves, we do a lot better. So let's take care of ourselves and do a lot better. I want to share a story of something that really reminds me of the boredom thing. I knew a woman once. She was a wonderful woman. She had been in an abusive situation, and she got involved with a shelter, and she really changed her life around. And so she became kind of a speaker for people, women that were in domestic violence situations and did a lot with the shelters. But she told me something that was very interesting. She said when the women arrived at the shelters, they would be so relieved to be out of that domestic violent type situation. I mean, just really utterly relieved because it had been so frightening and scary for them. But she said almost categorically, not always, but almost, the woman after a few days would get bored and they want to go to the bar, just get out and start doing things because they were restless. It was almost like the peacefulness they experienced at the shelter was too peaceful and they had to get away. So be careful with that. As we do well, we have to keep doing it. I mean, no one expects to stay in shape unless they go to the gym. No one does. You have to keep working out. It's the same way with happiness. We have to keep doing the things that have worked in the past. And here's a little kind of subset within part two of, you know, making sure that we keep doing what we were doing is routine. Routines really help us to keep doing what we're doing. We do well as kids do well with routines. We as adults do well with routines. So if we do things that we know are so good for that, make sure it's part of our daily experience. If we call our friend up Jane and she's always positive and loving, if we spend time in nature and always revitalizes us. If we listen to certain podcasts like happiness podcasts every day when we get up and it really keeps us on that right path. If we keep doing these things through routine and have a routine in our life, that's going to help us most to keep doing what we're doing and stay in shape, happiness shape. But routines have to be something that we have to get used to. We're often not used to routines, but once we establish some they're great. Again, the boredom thing may kick in saying, well, this is boring. I'm doing the same thing every day. But remember, that's just the ego. The ego is trying to trick us into letting go and becoming unhappy again. We can have beautiful lives, but it's much easier to do that if we have routines. Like one of the routines I found very helpful for my own life is meditation. I meditate typically twice a day, usually 45 minutes, half an hour to 45 minutes every day, twice a day. And I love doing it. I love to meditate. But even when I travel, I will still meditate. I make time for it because I find it's a really healthy routine. And if I go on trips or if I'm traveling or if I'm just my routine has got off, that isn't what gets off. So doing things through routine is helpful, but also making sure we are doing things that are helpful. Again, steeping ourselves in the things that put that smile on our face that help us to accept what is and ultimately love what is. We can really learn to do this and live beautiful lives, but we can't assume that once we start feeling that beauty in our lives, that it's gonna stay there unless we keep working at it. We have to be careful and make sure that the things we learn, we keep relearning, keep redoing them. 
Now the third thing that we can do, which really has been helpful for me, because after a while, again, I too got to the point where, yes, I can do it, but can, can I maintain this the rest of my life? And this is a thing that I learned that was so helpful. I finally realized that, can I do this for the rest of my life? Of course not. I can't do it for the rest of my life. That's impossible. But I can do it today. I can probably do it tomorrow. And I can do it the next day. And then I can do it the next day. If we take it one day at a time, I mean, really do say, can I do this today? The answer is going to be, yeah, I can do it today. Can we maintain it? No idea. But each morning when we wake up and each night when we go to bed, we can say, can I keep doing these things? Yep, I can. Then what's going to happen is those one days are going to add up into a beautiful life. That's what really helped change me into maintaining it. Not that everything is perfect, but really staying in a place where it's like, no matter what life throws at me, and sometimes it throws some really big things, as it will all of us, we're okay. We land on our feet, and we keep coming back to that state of just peacefulness and happiness. But it's just too overwhelming to think about doing this for years and years to come. But we can do it today, and we can probably do it pretty well tomorrow. And if we really do take it one day at a time, it magically does unfold into a beautiful life. We can handle almost anything one day at a time. So let's live in that present moment of, yes, I know it works. I get it now. I'm going to keep doing what I do to make myself be a happy, healthy, whole person today. And I'm going to do it tomorrow. And then we'll see what happens. But I'll do it today. I'm going to wake up and commit to do it tomorrow. And the next day, who knows? But then the next day, we commit again. And then we commit again. It's beautiful when we can apply that. And it can really work. It's not so overwhelming then. And if we do falter, we just say, Oop, got off the horse, need to get back on. That's all we do. We're always gentle with ourselves when we mess up. We all mess up. We just get back on and say, Oop, new day. Then it's not so overwhelming. We don't think, oh, I'm so far set back. No, just do it tomorrow. Start doing it right now. It's much, much easier when we do take one day at a time. So let's recap. Can we maintain the happiness? Yes. So how do we do it? We have to do three things. One is we have to acknowledge that we can lose that happiness. And that way we will be careful not to. Because if we acknowledge we can, we're going to be careful. The second thing is we're going to keep doing the things that work and try to establish routines that almost force us to. Maybe a better word would be just keep us doing them because we're so used to them. We are very much creatures of habit. Good habits are habits. Bad habits are habits. Let's just develop some really good habits and keep doing them that it almost makes us uncomfortable when we don't do them because we're used to doing the good habits. And then the third thing is, let's just do it one day at a time and see what that can turn into over a lot of years, over decades, over a lifetime. We truly can have beautiful lives. Thank you for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. If you would like to learn more about the world of happiness, please go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. And if you'd like, tell others about this podcast. Word of mouth is the best way to get it out there because then they too can improve their lives. If you go to the happinesspodcast.org site, also you'll see on the top left a little um, it's called Yelp kind of icon. Another one that has a G and a plus on it. That's a great way to tell others about it too. You can leave a review. Just click on it and leave a review. 
and then write about how it's benefiting you. And that helps others to be attracted towards starting to listen to this podcast too. So until next time, accept what is, love what is. <laughs>